Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Hey, this is Elliot Babo. Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovic. Martin Zagandic. Hey, this is Tariq Yorich. And this is The Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. G'day, Chris Dittmeyer here from 104.7 Triple M. Today on The Redcast, I chat with Eugene Galekovic about Adelaide United taking on Sydney FC. Also, we'll talk to Fox Footy's Michael Zapponi and the Rush Hour boys caught up with Dylan McGowan ahead of tonight's game. Hey, this is Tariq Yorich. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Terrific run and a super finish. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Galekovic. Hey, this is Elliot Bubbo. Hey, this is Martin Zagandic. And classic Triple M rocks Adelaide United. Welcome to the Redcast, Chris Dittmar from Ruined It's for Breakfast, 104.7 Triple M. Eugene Galekovic, the captain of United, joins us. Eugene, welcome. Thanks, Dits. Thanks for having me. Uh, the run, it keeps going. Another another win, a 1-0 win over Newcastle. What is it now? Nine games without a loss. Yeah, we're, um, we're doing all right. Obviously, we'd like to keep the momentum going. And uh, so far, so good. We've got a big game tomorrow. And uh, then we've got uh, a few games in a short, short amount of time. So we, we want to keep it going. Yeah, all right. A couple of things to talk about this week. Now, Sydney FC have gained Carney from Newcastle. Can he play against you boys tomorrow night? Yeah, he can. Um, yeah, he, he signed uh, yesterday and, yeah, he's available from uh, from uh, this week. I suppose a couple of things. Look, very, very handy addition for them. He's a very, very good player, but it also takes a while to get used to the surround. I know he's been there before, but he's got to get accustomed to the to the play. They've got to get used to him as well. It may not may not gel for a week or two, a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not sure if he's going to start or come off the bench or not even in the squad, but uh, he's got to make that decision. Um, and like you said, it might, it might take a couple of weeks, so he, he might start on the bench and, you know, come on and um, have a spell there and try to get used to it. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, because he's, he's a good player, hopefully he doesn't uh, start and... Uh, you know, he doesn't play too much of a part. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Arnie. Graham Arnold always has a fair bit to say. And as much as you sort of tell yourselves to ignore it and don't pay any attention to it, as the senior player, as the captain, have you had to sort of talk to your boys this week and try and take their mind off it? Because he does love to get inside the heads, doesn't he? He does. Um, this week, he's been quiet. Um, you know, Sydney's probably in, in a bad patch uh, at the moment, just uh, with results. So, um, hopefully we continue that and uh, Arnie you know, keeps his mouth shut a little bit. So, um, so far, um, you know, we're looking good and uh, we want to put one over them and uh, climb above them on the table this week. Mm. How have you been able to fill the hole of Jimmy Jago? Yeah, he's a good player. He's been a good player for the last couple of years and he's improved a lot. Um, but we do have a couple uh, midfielders. Uh, George Mells has been playing the last couple of weeks and he's been doing good. And uh, we've also signed Stefan Moore from Melbourne City. So yep. he might get a chance this week and show what he's got. Now, from what we were told last week, everyone was a bit excited by Stefan Mork on the training track. He's uh, shown a fair, fair bit already. Yeah, he's a good young player. He's uh, he's played thirty odd games for Melbourne City, and he showed what he can do. He's enthusiastic, and um, you know he'll uh, he'll do a lot of uh, running for us, a lot of defensive work, and he knows how to score goals too. So he's got a bit of everything. And the other exciting news is to have Serge Van Dyke around the place as well. Yeah, he's been uh, training with us for a couple of weeks and uh, signed a couple of days ago just for the. Uh, for the Asian Champions League. So uh, we have another important game on Tuesday, three games in, in the space of seven or eight uh, days. So it, it's good to have a few more boys on board and, um, you know, push for both comps. Yeah. Geez, you, your belief must be a whole lot different from uh, if we go back to, you know, nine weeks ago, sitting bottom of the ladder, not too many points, not too many goals either. Uh, the players must be, I mean, just different people right now, spring in their step. And, and I think it's always a big difference when you're actually going out onto the park expecting to win games, Eugene. Yeah, exactly right. I think in this comp, I think momentum is a big thing. And if you're losing, um, it, it's hard, sometimes it's hard to turn that around. But we always had belief, even you know, at, at the start when we were 
uh, last and struggling for results. We always had that belief that we could turn it around and uh, we can see that now with the last nine games we haven't lost and uh, um, the momentum, we just want to keep that. Uh, we just want to keep building that and uh, the confidence will grow more and more each week. And with two competitions, uh, you know, it's short turnaround and if you keep winning, then, you know, your, your body doesn't feel it as much and, uh, you know, it's easy to... Uh, you know, play the next game and just keep that momentum going. Ice baths are always nicer after a win, aren't they? Yeah, very nice, especially <laughs> you know, in the summer days. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, what about the coach, uh, Guillermo Amor? What have you seen in him? Was there anything you think that changed going back nine games or, or did he just t- stick to the absolute same plan? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much been the same plan. Um, you don't really notice too much change in his, obviously, body language or anything because he's kind of a calm person, so... He's kind of gone about it the same way. And to be fair, I think the players have too. I think, you know, we've worked just as hard. It's just the results have turned and, uh, you know, we've probably got a bit of luck and um, stuff like that as well. So, um, you know, when confidence grows and, uh, you know, things come, become a lot easier. Yeah, I think there's no doubt when we look at the games that you were losing earlier on, there were, there were chances. Goals just weren't going in, but all of a sudden those chances are being taken. And, uh, gee, in the sport of soccer or football, we should call it, it Gee, it makes a big difference. If you put one or two into the back of the net, it just changes everything. Whereas if they hit the crossbar, I mean, it's a total different result. And all of a sudden, they're going in, aren't they? Yeah, exactly right. And it's the same down the other end as well. Um, you know, the other opposition, uh, maybe, you know, instead of scoring, um, having their three or four chances, they're not putting them away. So um, we're taking our chances now and, um, you know, defending well and not conceding and same down the other end. And uh, we just got to keep that going. And uh, there's only 10 games to go, or nine games to go in the A-League. And, we want to finish off on a high. Yeah, well, it's probably hard for you to comment on this, but I ran into Greg Griffin, one of the owners, during the week, and he said, uh, don't underestimate the return of Eugene Galekovic, what it's done at the back and the difference it's made. So you must be happy with the way you're seeing it, Eugene, and, and your leadership clearly is out there on display because, as I said, Greg Griffin, very complimentary as well to have you back. Yeah, I, I think it's the group. I think it's, um, you know, when it's not one or two players, I think, you know, the whole group have stepped it up and, like I said, it's we've gone about it the same way from you know the first nine rounds to to now, and it's just hard work and things have just changed and uh, the results have been coming. Fantastic, Eugene. Keep it up and good luck against Sydney FC. Thanks, mate. Cheers. If you haven't tried Ruin Dits for breakfast, you're missing the big guests. Pete Elliott, welcome, Pete. I'm just looking at your promotional uh, paraphernalia here. You're sporting a wig. <laughs> no, I, I just grew it out, to be honest. It's, it's all, uh, <laughs> the biggest comment I've got from uh, a few people is that I look like Margaret Pomerantz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Missing the funniest moments. Now, have you got any first date disasters? Oh, I, no, I got walked down on once. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't really feel the like great that. Mark Ricciuto had a chick walk out. <laughs> Ruined dits for breakfast. One hundred four point seven Triple M. Friday night lights. Adelaide United who are flying at the moment, mm. taking on Sydney FC. Big game of footy. If we win it. And I say we win it. Mm. We mm. we jump to thirty. You on or off? Just I'm before we off. talk to our guest. I'm still off. Well, on that case, I welcome Dylan McGowan. Yeah. Welcome to the rush, Dill. Dill. One of our boys. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's a tough one. I really want to ask you all about Jimmy Jago, but I get got to get some business done first. <laughs> uh, the turnaround has been outstanding. Last time you in, you were saying, look, we may need to defend a tad better. It's not everybody to blame who up forward. All of a sudden, the goals have started to come. The team's playing some great football. 
Yeah, you know, uh, we've uh, improved hugely over the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, long may it continue. We're right up the ladder. And as you said, we can go third this week. So it's a big game for us. Mate, uh, what, seventh win in nine games. We're fourth win in a row. Confidence is up. Momentum's up. Even though we've had some plays in and out, uh, it's a great feel. And this is going to be a massive test. We win on Friday night against the Sookie La La Graham Arnold Sydney Football <laughs> Club. We'll be playing finals. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think if uh, if we do get the three points, it puts us right in the mix, not just for finals, but for silverware towards the end of the season. Oh. So, Mate, Serge, Sergey Van Dyke is going to strap He's on back. this weekend. Yeah, the big man's back. Cannot wait to see. Just on him, and great to have Bruce back mm-hmm. in some form as well, finding the back of the net. Almost mm-hmm. went a year. We had him in. We chatted to him about the drought. Mm-hmm. He said he wasn't worried. No. Could have fooled us. <laughs> I was a little bit worried, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, you know, he's, he's got his goals now and he's back to confidence. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Van Dyke coming in for the Champions League, it adds a little bit of competition for us. So, Guillermo, there was question marks on the periphery about him at the start and everybody mm-hmm. was easy. You were easy targets because mm-hmm. you weren't playing well. Clearly, the message and the style has been sort of worked out by you guys. You're used to it. Uh, it must be really good comfortable to know that his plan actually works yeah you know um, he really stuck to it even when things were going difficult and uh you know it's made a huge change around as i said earlier and uh all the boys thoroughly believe in it now and um it's shown on the field mate we're not still playing 90 minutes of a consistent footy are we newcastle's first half was very very good we just mm-hmm. looked a bit sluggish we'll slow with the, the possession of the ball this week, it is a final, so everything has to lift. Tempo's got to lift, intensity's got to lift, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, you know, Friday night games are massive for us. We normally get a bigger crowd, so we'll be looking to put in a good performance for them and, mm. uh, as we said earlier, get us up the league up to third. Mm. It's a roller coaster sport deal, isn't oh, it? Oh, deals. You can be on top of the world, everything oh, comfortable. You I know, know what it's you, like, you think deals. the person alongside you is going to be with you in the mm. long haul, then all of a sudden... <laughs> In the dark of night, they're ripped out and they're on a plane to Austria. Mm. Yeah, you know. Speak of Jimmy Jigo. Yeah. We spoke to Jim too the other week. We'll get your thoughts, but asked him about how he went about the farewell. How, how was how was Dill McGowan, mm. your best mate? Yeah, no, I mean, it's t- I mean, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I had two big goodbyes to say, and it was it was the missus and Dill. And, oh. I mean, you got to weigh, weigh him up. Judging by the tone of that mate, discussion, then I think it, it, Dill was harder than the missus. Mm. Look, I don't, I don't want to comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, how now, was it? We were shocked. Yeah, we yeah. were absolutely flabbergasted when we heard the news that he was gone. Yeah, it's difficult to hear his voice just now, you know. It's bringing back, bringing back some <laughs> memories. But, uh, oh, why would you? The greatest story of man love in A-League history. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, it was devastating. You know, he's a great player. He's a good guy. And... Um, did you see yeah, it coming, though? Did he say something to you on the side that he may be moving? Yeah, yeah. He said to me that uh, the club had come in for a, a, an original bid on the mm. day and, uh, you know, I wished him luck and hoped mm. that the bid went through because it was something he really wanted to yeah. do. So, yeah. And then when it went through, I seen him that night and helped him pack up his things. And uh, Did you have a hug? Oh, definitely. There was oh. a few hugs going around and uh, was there a the bit big of man's off. Like a little, little piece of clothing or something? Like, oh, yeah. you, mem- you remember the day yeah. on, on Sydney Harbour yeah. with that deal? <laughs> There was plenty of this is not the end, you know. Yeah. Of, I will hey, see you soon. Yeah, stay close. <laughs> Let's stay in touch. <laughs> now, what are we doing for him? Look, I must oh, admit I've dropped oh. the ball. I um, I should have been across this for Friday night, but he's there like at least a, a black armband, maybe a minute silence, maybe a dark yeah, you've got a little hanky that you could put in the back maybe, of your shorts. Maybe a big one of those, those you know, the things the computers generate, the big images of, yeah, Dil, a, yeah, the fence. Yeah. of Jimmy that can just come up like he's walking across the ground. Yeah, what, uh, what are the, you doing? The black armbands have been on all week just yeah, for me, have. though. No one else has really taken <laughs> to it. So uh, could, could we all maybe <laughs> slick back our hair? Yeah, you know, I'm, I've, I've obviously been trying yeah, to get yeah. my hair like it for a couple of years now. So <laughs> why so, do you bleach it blonde oh, just for Friday night? I that might, would be hilarious. 
Cool, we'll have a crack. It would be the, hilarious. The, the Red Army should go blonde. <laughs> get some blonde wigs in the crowd. Yeah. Just we as get a, sponsored oh, by Pure deals. Blonde. And we can just get a whole show <laughs> underway out there. That'd get be the whole great. shebang. Tell you what. Oh, now, oh. Deals, your lovely fiancé's out there in the studio. Oh, you just got back from Scotland. Now, oh, how's the go. wedding tracking and uh, what month? And uh, do you need a couple of MCs for the gig? Well, I think he's still got an invite in the post. Don't worry about oh, MC. Like, and you, can, yeah. you can get in the beers with oh, the boys. So, yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing. But, yeah, the wedding's going well. She's taking a lot to do yeah. with it. So, yeah, looking she's forward looking to it. She's looking great, mate. Yes. Yeah, she, she's looking very nice. Means a lot you, from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, so you face the front Scottish, girls. we stick together. Because imagine if you said, well, she's not looking that good. Still would have just gone, no, she's off. She hey, um, the one I do need to take, because we have a lot of fun about you and Jim. Yeah. Uh, has Rebecca at any time gone, come on, you two, you know, you might need to just cool your jets just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think, I think her and uh, Shannon, Jimmy's lovely partner, yep. have uh, spoken about it a little bit, yeah. maybe trying to drive a wedge between us, but, you know, mm. you, can't, you can't do that. Maybe it's, it's, a, good, too much maybe it's a good thing for your relationships that yeah. you two that he's on the other <laughs> side of the world. <laughs> I oh, know. I'm looking for the next club in Austria just to be next. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, wouldn't that be a great screen? Actually, that just should imagine. be. The we should do a joke on, on Jimmy. We should ring Jim up with Dill and, <laughs> and have Dill say, "Guess what, mate? I'm coming. Such and such is coming for an offer. I'm coming over. He'll I'll quit my job. Mate. I'm just going to yeah. go live in Austria. Yeah. And just play hey, with. we'll go and live with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you play, make the money, and we'll just live and we'll be together. It'll be perfect. Oh, right deals, deals. All the best of luck, mate. mate. Thank you so Massive much for coming. In. Huge game of football yeah. Friday night. All Come the best, on, mate. Keep the roll up. It's going great. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. G'day, Louis here from the Rush Hour. We spoke to Ryan Crowley, a man who knows all about being on the outside of the AFL bubble after he tested positive to a banned substance and was suspended for 12 months. When I got the, the news from Fremantle at the time that I had a positive test, um, I had no idea yep. what they were talking about. And it took, it took us a long time to actually realise what I'd taken. How shattered were you when you received the news from the Fremantle Football Club that they weren't going to take you back on? It was a really, really, really tough time in my life. You just sort of get your career sort of flashing before your eyes and... I was going through it by myself and uh, every day trying to get yourself up and trying to do the right thing just by yourself. Uh, that was really, really difficult. The Rush Hour with Jars and Louie. Made in Adelaide for Adelaide. Weekdays from 4 on 104.7 Triple M. It's the Red Cast with Chris Dittmar from 104.7 Triple M. Ruined it for breakfast. Uh, let's go to Fox Sports right now and catch up with Michael Zapponi. Michael, welcome to the Red Cast. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Sydney United, not a great record coming to Adelaide in the last few seasons. No, the Reds have certainly got the wood on them and uh, they're coming beautifully at the moment. They were a little bit scratchy on the weekend against uh, in their last uh, hit out and uh, against the Newcastle Jets. But I'll tell you what, uh, confidence is a great thing. And uh, when you're not playing great football and you can get three points, it just goes to show you that uh, the team is a good one and they've got plenty of quality right across the park. So... To go nine games undefeated for Guillermo Amor is massive. Uh, I reckon they could make it 10 tonight. And <laughs> yeah, uh, Sydney, sorry, mate, uh, Sydney FC uh, struggling a little bit at the moment. So they, uh, they aren't uh, coming here with great form. And I reckon Adelaide United might struggle a little bit tonight. Uh, they didn't play the greatest football against the Jets, but I think it draws on the cards for Guillermo Amor's side because I think they might have one eye on Tuesday night when they've got a big date against Shandong in the Asian Champions League playoffs. No doubt about that. Now, we've spoken to Eugene Galekovic, and as usual, very, very humble, but someone within the club said to me during the week, you just can't underestimate having him back in the lineup. Uh, just, you know, I know he's not on the park actually kicking the ball around, but having him in goal just makes an enormous difference. Yeah, you're right. And the communication is, is a key play factor in that. And, and you mentioned he's not kicking the ball around, but what he does do is distributes the ball beautifully. And some of his long-range uh, passing, he's, he's kicking that ball 60, 70 metres 
and uh, hitting a target. And, uh, you know, with your AFL background, that uh, that's not easy to do. And some of the distribution that uh, he gives his side plays a big part to setting up some of their attacks. And uh, it's not only his leadership on the park, but it's, uh, a lot of the, the, the distribution that he gives his players uh, gives him a big advantage against their opponents. Yeah. Um, David Carney, what does he uh, add to Sydney FC? Look, he's an experienced player, a player who uh, started his career at Sydney FC in the A-League in Season 1 and Season 2, and uh, he'll provide them with uh, really a lot of strength on the left-hand side of the park. They've lost a young boy by the name of Alex Gersbach, who's gone over to Norway, and uh, Carney will come in and replace him. Graham Arnold would like to see him playing in a more attacking uh, position on the field, but don't be surprised if we see him at left-back uh, filling that hole left by uh, Alex Gersbach. But he's a he's a great player, and uh, he'll certainly add to Sydney FC's set-up tonight. Yeah, all right. What about the game of the round? Well, I think it is the victory at home to the Wanderers. Yeah, this is a huge one for Melbourne victory. If they lose this, they're pretty much out of the race for uh, the Premier's plate, I reckon. And uh, a huge blow for them has been the, the loss of their captain, Carl Valeri. Yep. And when you look at their performance when he was in the side versus when he was away, their record since he's been out of the side has been quite average, and they've really missed him. And Western Sydney are playing full of confidence at the moment. Uh, don't let the scoreline against Melbourne City last weekend fool you. They won 4-3, but they dominated this game. They were winning 3-0 for most of the night, and then there was a late flurry of goals. Melbourne City were always chasing the game. I reckon Victory are going to struggle here. They're going to find it really tough. Uh, but if they are going to be a champion side, they have to win this one. And it's going to be a massive crowd at Etihad Stadium. Uh, Cal Fala is missing for victory. He was uh, sent off last week against Perth Glory. I reckon that opens the door for Archie Thompson. He'll be busting a gut to start mm. a game. He yep. hasn't started a game this year. He's been missing through injury, been coming off the bench. Uh, he'll add a bit of spark for Melbourne victory. Uh, I, I like the fact that Archie comes in and uh, coming in to prove a point. We know how good he's been over the years. And uh, he's fresh and ready to go. But they're a really tough opposition. And Tony Popovich's side is playing some great football. It's going to be a classic uh, tomorrow night. You're not allowed to mention Archie Thompson on Adelaide Radio. We have nightmares. <laughs> <so> we, <laughs> we still do. Hey, uh, you mentioned Carl Valeri. What, what do we know or what do you know about this illness? Anything to do with the head or the brain? It, it just doesn't sound very good. No, nah, not at all. And, you know, our, our thoughts are with him and his family and uh, let's hope he recovers. It's, it's, a, it's a, a condition on the brain and there's a virus that's affected his brain and the doctors are, are still scratching their heads. They can't quite diagnose what's wrong with him. Um, and, and, and the fact that he hasn't been able to get back into full training is a real concern. He's progressing very slowly but hasn't been able to, to train with the team. He's just doing some light work in the gym and and running some laps, but that's about it at the mm. moment. And uh, they came out yesterday and said, uh, we have to rule him out for the remainder of the season, put him on the long-term injury list, which means the victory could potentially sign an injury replacement player. But it's a huge blow for him, uh, a great young man. And uh, I saw him you know, a week after uh, he was diagnosed and he looked really shaky on his feet, which mm. was just terrible to see. So we just wish that uh, he makes a full recovery and, uh, and we see him back on the park next season. Yep, well said. Good on you, Michael. We look forward to another big weekend on Fox Sports. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Michael Zapponi. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin, and Classic Triple M rocks the Reds.